0: Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and betters throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others each week Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonespORTS.org. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello again everyone. This is Paul Stone and welcome to episode 103 of the Paul Stone Sports podcast. This week's version titled Patience Probability and investment. As I record, it's uh, shortly after 7 p.m. Central on Thursday, May 11th. The NFL is in the process of releasing its full season uh, schedule for the upcoming regular season. The Celtics and the 76ers underway in the NFL uh, NFL and the NBA playoffs tonight. And there's even a few Major League Baseball games uh, still to be played on an abbreviated Thursday schedule But you know we talk college football here uh, in this space. So on with the show And I'm going to go over uh, or kind of base this show at least somewhat on a tweet that I sent out earlier this week a Philosophy that I believe is critical to long-term success as a sports uh, handicapper and the tweet I sent out earlier this week was this, wagering on sports at its best should not be viewed as a short-term means of creating excitement for your consumption pleasure, but rather a long-term strategy rooted in patience, probability, and investment. This statement obviously reflects, you know, my opinion of at its best. Some may view wagering on sports as a a form of entertainment, you know, rather than an investment uh, strategy. So they may be fine with some level of of long-term loss, as long as it's not excessive. They view it uh, perhaps as a release where they can scream and shout at the television, uh, perhaps in the company of friends, or, or maybe strangers for that matter, blow off a little steam, smoke a cigar, and indulge in a few or perhaps more than a few libations and There's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's quite all right It just doesn't represent my goal structure for sports investing investing time and investing money Some of us myself included on occasion I'm gonna be transparent here will bet a game occasionally or maybe even regularly simply because It's a big game. We get sucked in by the buildup of the buzz. And we do this, not because we believe we have an edge, but because we need, or want, or need, whatever it is. Not because we have an edge, but because we need skin in the game, the big game. Some of us have even quote unquote graduated to the point that we can't or maybe won't is the better word even watch a game unless we have a bet riding on the outcome. In my mind, however, in a perfect betting world, the one described earlier in this podcast, the games you most intently watch or study would be the ones you don't actually even have a wager on. Say what? And I'll explain it in this manner. If you have a wager on a game, you're emotionally involved due to your fiscal involvement. If they make a bad play, the players on your team are bums. The coach is an idiot who knows absolutely nothing about clock management. And the referees, lord, the referees... They're in the back pocket of the opposing team. I mean, every single call is going against your team. It's so obvious. So the message conveyed here is this. You're too emotionally involved to consume the game in a positive manner. You lack clarity. Your judgment is compromised because you have hard-earned dollars riding on the outcome. So maybe, and I would say probably, it's a better utilization of your finite scouting time to watch a different game, one that you're not emotionally involved, one that you can watch and consume in a truly nonpartisan manner. Now I'm going to invest or not invest, but I'm going to briefly touch on the long-term and patience components of yesterday's tweet. Long-term winners don't win every day. They win over time. It's not a case of catching lightning in a bottle, judging results or performance over a single day, a single weekend, or even a single month. Patience is paramount. When you're caught in the midst of an inevitable, and I say inevitable meaning inevitable, when you're caught in the midst of an inevitable period of losing, don't force it. Don't trick yourself into thinking, today's the day, or a similar emotional pump me up if you've proven yourself to be a long-term winner the cycle will ultimately reverse itself the results will correct to your historical levels of past performance again don't force it keep grinding keep working the process and the methods that have proven to be successful in the past but do this while always remaining willing to perform an honest, introspective examination of the same. These times they are changing, no question about it. And that even applies to handicapping college football. In fact, I think it likely applies more to college football than most other areas of your life. You know, with the nearly simultaneous introduction of nil and the transfer portal and the portal essentially amounts to non-stop year-round free agency but with the introduction of the portal in nil college sports have changed dramatically and that's an understatement for better or for worse and that certainly includes the handicapping of college sports for those of us who tend to dabble in the business of 11 to get back 10 keeping up with college football rosters nowadays you know you have up to 85 players on scholarship on a total of 133 fbs teams keeping up with that is a year-round job you have to devote you know several hours this time of year every day to update your rosters and while i believe i mean it, it is critical having a network having multiple outs And getting the best of the number more times than not, those things all remain critical to a winning handicapper's arsenal. But there still remains a fundamental handicapping component where you are essentially evaluating one team's personnel against another. With the rich getting richer, the poor growing poor, and the never ending revolving door fueled mostly by the money trail, I believe the sport of college football, which already features a great deal of variance, will continue to demonstrate an even higher degree of variance as the relative strengths of the teams, the best and the worst teams in the sport, grow more and more divergent. So while it's not the only thing, I believe you or someone in your network has to know something about each school's roster makeup in today's college football, especially in the month of September. You know, after September, when the teams have played four games, each for the most part, then you have a lot of power ranking systems. If you don't keep your own power ratings, there are several solid ones out there that are readily available on the marketplace. You can look at those and you can make a line and make a number and so forth. And everybody has about the same, but those first four weeks this year, it's gonna be, be telling. The people who've done their homework, I think are gonna have a huge edge over those who haven't. So uh, once things level out again, and everybody's kind of playing with the same power rankings, maybe not as critical to know the rosters to be a fundamental handicapper, but those first four or five weeks of the season, I think it's very critical. Let's go back to patience. You know, this in my mind not only applies to not going on tilt during periods of losing, but also properly managing yourself when the chips are falling falling your way. You know, perhaps this means only making appropriate, well-thought, incremental changes to your unit size and not falling victim to the mindset of I've got this. You know, I got this stuff figured out. I'm God's gift to sports handicapping. Trust me, you will not win forever. You know, this racket has its own special way of humbling cocksure fools who haven't taken enough A-Bs yet to take a fastball to the noggin. Thrown by the late Bob Gibson in his prime when he was really angry after your 2023 style bat flip and slow trot around the bases. Respect the game, play to last. You know, now for my weekly promotion of my service, Paul Stone Sports. Really excited about the upcoming football season. Man, it just seems like it, it uh, gets here uh, more quickly every year. I'm now off my eighth straight winning season in college football against the spread and probably, uh, perhaps most importantly, as monitored by the highly respected, the sports monitor of Oklahoma City. From the uh, seasons 2015 through last season, 2022, those last eight seasons, regular season and bowls, I'm 55.5%. Against the spread, spanning more than 900 selections over that period. Details are going to be coming out soon regarding my 2023 full season college football package. You can go to my website if you're interested, uh, Paulstonesports.org. You can uh, actually go to the navigation uh, bar at the top of the page, go to college football. Uh, Tap into that, and you will see a form that you can fill out to be notified when details are released, if you wish. So details, again, going to be posted no later than Memorial Day weekend, a few weeks away. Proven results, affordable pricing. Again, that's PaulStoneSports.org. Now for this week's comp selection, and it's going to be in college football, uh, depending on your neck of the woods. Uh, You might have noticed that uh, a few of the uh, sports books that operate in many states throughout the U.S., uh, those being DraftKings, Caesars, FanDuel, and perhaps there there are some others, but I know at least those three have now posted college football regular season win totals within the last week or so. And that's where we're shopping today. Uh, We're going to the Pac-12 going to go to that college town that rests in the shadows of the Flatirons, Boulder, Colorado, and the University of Colorado. Deion Sanders, man, you're talking about a guy who has taken the college football world by storm, hired in the offseason by the University of Colorado. Um, You know, I mean, from the uh, first meeting with his players, Coach Prime, he told him, you know, I'm bringing my own luggage, you know, basically, Serving notice to many of the players that you're probably going to be playing somewhere else Next year, you're probably not going to be in one of these chairs You know some reports have uh, indicated that uh, it's hard to really know because the number is so fluid but during the early period of entering the transfer portal uh, and the period at the uh, end of uh, April that uh, just completed for people entering the portal that as many as 50 or so buffaloes uh, have entered the portal since Sanders' arrival. As of uh, four days ago, one report said that Colorado at this point has now fulfilled 71 of its allotment of 85 scholarships in football. You know, the the makeover of the roster that Deion Sanders is doing currently at Colorado, it's perhaps the most dramatic remake uh, of a college football roster in uh, the sports history, certainly in recent history. And to go this heavily into the transfer portal, to me, is a little bit troubling. You look at Colorado's regular season win total, it's at three in at least one of the sports books. I think it's minus 110 both ways. But at least a couple of the ones that I mentioned as of earlier today still had Colorado's season win total at three and a half. Heavily juiced to the under. You can actually get the over 3.5 at plus money. At Caesars yesterday, it was plus 120. Juiced to the under at minus 150. Depending so heavily on new players through the portal, you know, I'll say this. In general terms, especially in the late portal, you know, there's not even that many mid-level Power 5 football players in the portal. Again, especially in the late portal the late portals so I don't think their roster is they were 1 and 11 last year I'm not sure their roster is going to be just a great deal I think it'll be somewhat but I don't know that it's going to be significantly stronger overall than last year's roster there's just so much changeover, so much turnover plus the schedule and that's maybe the main thing here the schedule is brutal you know going over their 12 game regular season just start with the opener they host TCU Then they travel to Air Force at Minnesota in week three. Then they host UCLA at Arizona. Then they host Cal in a game they could be favored. Then they travel to Oregon State. Then they host Arizona State and Oregon. Then they travel to Southern Cal, finish the season at Washington and by hosting Utah. So they might only be favored in one game, that California game. And there's a chance, you know, that they might be favored in two games. And there's even a chance they might not be favored in any of their 12 regular season games. I don't see three wins on the schedule. I certainly don't see four. Uh, Probably my favorite play of the totals released so far, regular season win totals, is Colorado. Colorado under three and a half you're going to pay some juice hopefully you can keep it at about minus 150 but play colorado under three and a half wins in Deion sanders first season in boulder well that's going to do it for another edition of the paul stone sports podcast i hope the weather's uh, nice in your part of the country hope you're going to be able to take a vacation or at least maybe catch your breath do things you like to do this spring and this summer as we uh kind of hit that period where we're waiting for college football season to start again, but there's always preparation and we never have enough of it. Thank you. Once again, I appreciate each, every one of you, the ones again, who have uh, listened from the, uh, the get go next week will be our 104th episode of the Paul stone sports uh, podcast. So that'll be two years of producing a weekly podcast and I appreciate uh, the ones of you who have uh, just come on board recently and those of you somewhere in between but thanks for listening appreciate your attention until next time signing off once again i'm paul stone
0: welcome to the paul stone sports podcast for over 30 years paul stone has been seriously handicapping college football college basketball and pga tour golf Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show.